Faith, Hope and Love, episode 443, the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. The gospel values included in the readings this weekend are that we're deeply reassured that God walks with us to protect us and accompany us through all the highs and lows of life. We're in good and faithful hands. We're encouraged to avoid apathy and distraction. This parable reminds us the invitation is for all, but the invitation can be refused. The kingdom is open to everyone, but guaranteed to no one. We don't earn the kingdom, but we sadly can decline it, which would be madness, of course. This is Faith, Hope and Love. should mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But with you is found forgiveness, O God of Israel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and peace and compassion to everyone. It's wonderful to be here together to celebrate God's love for us. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendour of the Father. Lord have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God
Let us pray. May your grace, O Lord, we pray, at all times go before us and follow after, and make us always determined to carry out good works. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people. He will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The Word of the Lord I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures, where he gives me repose. Near restful waters he leads me to revive my drooping spirit. He guides me along the right path. He is true to his name. If I should walk in the valley of darkness, no evil would I fear. You are there with your crook and your staff. With these you give me comfort. You have prepared a banquet for me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil, my cup is overflowing. Surely goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for ever and ever. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. 
in any and all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share my distress. My God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. May the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ enlighten the eyes of your heart, that we might see how great is the hope to which we are called. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Once more Jesus spoke to the chief priests and the Pharisees in parables. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his slaves to call those who had been invited to the wedding banquet, but they would not come. Again, he sent other slaves, saying, Tell those who have been invited, Look, I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fat calves have been slaughtered, and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they made light of it and went away, one to his farm, another to his business, while the rest seized his slaves, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then he said to his slaves, The wedding is ready, but those invited were not worthy. Go therefore into the main streets, and invite everyone you find to the wedding banquet. Those slaves went out into the streets, and gathered all whom they found, both good and bad, so the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing a wedding robe, and he said to him, Friend, how did you get in here without a wedding robe? And he was speechless. Then the king said to the attendants, Bind him hand and foot, and throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord Hearing these wonderful readings this weekend is deeply reassuring. We're given the beautiful picture of the heavenly banquet feast, where there are no more tears, no more illness, no more suffering or death, only peace. 
on the lips of everyone, see, we were right to put our hope and trust in God because he has saved us. This is echoed in that superb psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. He knows each and every one of us by name. He protects and reassures us along the pathway of life so that we're never alone, come what may. We will be okay. Our God is with us and faithful in all his promises to us. We will live in the Lord's house forever and ever, taking our place at the heavenly wedding feast, prepared for us and for all who accept God's wonderful invitation. The Lord's parable reminds us that anyone invited to the feast that lasts forever, that is, the feast of the kingdom of God, is not invited initially because they deserve it, nor because they have earned it in some way. We're expected to live according to God's ways, but it is God's grace that gives us the ability to achieve this way of life. We can't do it without God. And we did not initially deserve the invitation, but it is entirely the gracious initiative of God. Without God, we cannot deserve his invitation and we cannot earn a place of the kingdom without God's grace. God's invitation is generous, loving, and is open to anyone who says yes. God loves us freely and wonderfully. This love of God invites us into the family of God, and God deems us worthy of this invitation because God lovingly wants us to be part of his family. So we should never get complacent or live proudful lives, assuming we're entitled and guaranteed to receive what is always a free and beautiful gift from God to be always treasured and held in awe and humility and never taken for granted. St. Paul's letter today is superb too. He says, look, in my ministry, I've been full of joy and I've also had terrible times of sorrow and suffering as well. I've been both starving and satisfied at different times. Now I'm contented to live my life within the providence of God's care and demand nothing other than to take things as they come, remaining available, eager but detached, to respond to God's word and help build up God's kingdom. The kingdom of God is not for the faint-hearted. It will be given to those who respond to the invitation and who are prepared to embrace fully its different values and ways. With God's grace and God's vision, no hardship will be unendurable and no eventuality will change our journey towards God. We're being asked by our Lord, can you imagine God's vision for the future? What the kingdom looks like through God's eyes? Will you accept how different these thoughts, attitudes and priorities are for those who are citizens of the kingdom of God? In the kingdom, there's no room for arguments about who's in and who's out. The first ones to receive the invitation to God's banquet feast are the respectable-looking people who outwardly show they wish to live according to God's ways. However, when the call goes out for people to attend the wedding banquet, they're busy with other priorities. What distracts them is not all bad. Some things are quite pressing, like properties, business, farms. But they're putting their focus into things that would eventually disappear and they had forgotten to invest in the kingdom that lasts forever. 
In our Lord's time, wedding invitations went out well in advance and were accepted definitively well in advance. The final call, just before the event was about to occur, was a mere formality. It would be an unspeakable insult to decline when the final call arrived. They had already accepted and they'd made already their firm commitment. They miss out. And so the master sends out messengers to the highways and byways, that is, to everyone, respectable or not. All are invited. From now on, the invitation is being made not to a select or exclusive minority of privileged people, but in the wider public forum, to all people. Anyone who responds is welcome. There's no special preference anymore. Sinners, outcasts, Gentiles and Jews, all invited, and many more. Those accepting the invitation are not any better than those who declined, except the poor and the outcasts, not having any other option, and seeing what a rare gift this invitation was, naturally accepted and attended. Again, it reminds us not to be complacent or superior, as all of us are truly blessed to be invited. But we might have tickets on ourselves if we think we can presume that we deserve a permanent place without responding to it in like. It's a reminder that in this modern day and age, one hears a lot, too many times, stories of people who have invited others to a party or a function, and many people accept, but then they don't turn up, or they cancel at the very last minute, or others don't reply, but turn up, causing great distress to their hosts. The old-fashioned courtesies still apply. This parable reminds us that the invitation is for everyone, but the invitation can be refused. The kingdom is open to all, but is guaranteed to none. We don't earn the kingdom, but we sadly can decline it, which of course would be madness. One final thought. The waifs and strays enter the banquet, but then one gets kicked out for not wearing a wedding garment. This seems unfair at first glance. However, the invitation is for everyone, but acceptance of the invitation means a change of standards and a change of values, symbolised by being clothed in the garment that represents and resembles the baptismal garment of goodness and Christ-like living. So if we accept this kind invitation, which we're not worthy of, then we must start living according to Christ's values and wear that garment with devotion and with the values of Christ, keeping it safe. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. 
he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. In Jesus we have been given hope of eternal life, and so we pray. For all people, that we may gather at the wedding feast by living lives of faith. Let us pray to the Lord. For those in need of reconciliation, that they may once more accept the invitation of Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who grieve, that through our care and sensitivity, God will remove their mourning veil and fill them with hope. Let us pray to the Lord. For our faith community, that we may extend the invitation of Jesus to come to the banquet. Let us pray to the Lord. For those who long to enter the wedding feast of heaven, that they may receive salvation especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. Ever-living God, we have accepted your invitation to follow Jesus. We ask you to hear these prayers, which we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become, for us, the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. 
May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, the prayers of your faithful with the sacrificial offerings, that through these acts of devotedness we may pass over to the glory of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its wonder to rule in your name over all you have made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so with all the angels we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. 
together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, and all the clergy, remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins, and from every evil, keep me always faithful to your commandments, and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The rich suffer want and go hungry. But those who seek the Lord lack no blessing. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, 
I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We entreat your majesty most humbly, O Lord, that as you feed us with the nourishment that comes from the most holy body and blood of your Son, so you may make us sharers of his divine nature, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Thanks everyone, and I'm very grateful for your joining us for this special time of prayer, reflection and worship of our God. The Lord be with you. 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Today I arrive 